we're recording. Yay. <laughs> How are you doing today, Kendra? Doing good. <laughs> I was <laughs> I wanted to tell you when I came back down here, I really like your bathroom sink. <laughs> 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 and you're uh, like repurposed alcohol bottles, I think. Oh yeah. 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 Uh we did that a couple of years ago and uh it was it was interesting. It was an interesting experience. Our our, our whole bathroom was ripped up during Thanksgiving. And, uh, yeah, it was a rush to try to get it put back together, but it was well, a lot of fun. Well, I like it. So it, it, we had, we, it's like a rustic type vibe. It is, but like, it's somehow elevated with that bowl. <laughs> I really like the bowl, <laughs> like for the sink. <laughs> yeah. My wife ordered that on Amazon. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. She has good taste. <laughs> <laughs> So what's been new since you uh, came on the podcast last? Oh my God, a lot. Um, I forget where I was when I first came here or like how many containers I had or... I don't remember. If it was like the first few weeks of like my beta test, but like since then we've been running out of containers, so I ordered more and then I ordered more (laughs) and then for the... uh, like every other week, I think I'm like out of soup containers and especially Erin has her website up and running now. Oh, she so, does? Yeah, it's extra fancy. What's her website? AbundanceCafeAndYoga.com. Yoga. Is she doing yoga too? Yeah. She does everything. I'm going to look it up. Um, so with this beta test, what did you what did you find when you did the beta test? That it works. That it works. <laughs> that it works and that I need an inventory system. Um, that there is a demand for it, considering that I've had to keep ordering more and more containers. And like I said, I need to order soup ones again because we're out. <laughs> How many containers did you order? Like three or, dozen of each. Or how many containers do you have? I think over 100. Whoa. Yeah. And she delivers, you know, like once a week. <laughs> wow. This is her website. Yes. And then when you select something, you can choose what kind of container you want. Interesting. So if I click, if I cl- clicked on like granola, for instance. Well, not for that. I think it's more entrees and soup because she still has granola in the bags. Okay. So. Yeah. Like soups. your entrees, soups, and salads. Let's go with spicy vegan chili. Yeah. She's going to get a false sense of like people on her website. <laughs> She's going to be like somebody wanting to order this and then oh wait they backed out <laughs> you can't back out <laughs> see now you can choose oh, reusable nice. so then it's more in your face and we don't have to remind people every week single use container what is that just like is that from you no oh from from her <laughs> no it's not from me <laughs> so how does this work when you when somebody orders a reusable takeout takeout container how, what is that process like? Okay, so you're on step one, obviously, right now. And so you can choose that reusable um, to-go container. And Erin has, like, a loyal base of customers. And so she gets most of the same people ordering every single week. So when they pick up, um, they can just bring it when they get their new order at the church or at Apple Blossom Kombucha. Or they can just leave it on their porch and we swap out on delivery. Oh, nice. Or if they're not ordering for a minute, like, you know, on vacation, whatever, or you don't have the money to order, um, they just write me and I go get it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you charge them extra for that? 
No, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that before you were kind of in the middle of working with the health department and that was something that was kind of setting you back. Has yeah. that moved forward at all? And does that does that affect you working with Abundance Cafe? Like, um, I mean, that's basically why we're still doing the free trials right now. And no, it hasn't moved forward, but it's kind of like my own barrier it's like I haven't like fully put together and submitted a variance yet but at the same time it's like you know working with people and they're like oh yeah yeah I love this I'll help out and then I hold myself back waiting for what may never come and I really just need to do it (laughs) because you know I get excited I'm like yay so and so thinks they're gonna help me and then they don't Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about being an entrepreneur. Like, it's all you doing it. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes you just want somebody to come along and be like, just help me a little bit. Just help me. But then at the end of the day, like, it's it's you. It's just you. Yeah. And so I felt like I held a lot back because I, you know, I had hopes that I would get help with this. But now I'm coming to the realization, like, all right, <laughs> guess I got to do it. But at the same time, I think it's good for me and good for my confidence and Because, yeah, it's like we talked about, like, the voice acting classes and everything. It's like I want to be the name and face of my brand. I don't want, like, some little know-it-all coming in, taking charge, and, you know. How do you you plan on incorporating that, the voice acting, into your business? I mean, like, all businesses have marketing, like, whether it's radio, podcast, TV, and I just want to get better body language, um better word usage i don't know i feel like i said so a lot so far on this podcast really yeah i'm not gonna count i'm not gonna listen back and count but i feel like i did (laughs) sorry this camera i don't know what's up with this camera keeps oh no like you said the new cords I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. We'll just roll it up, roll with it. And if it dies, I guess it dies. Yeah, I'll be fine. And we'll figure it out from there. Um, where were we? Uh, voice acting brand oh, yeah. commercials. So, and you were explaining that by taking a course, you kind of learned a lot, but it, it's pretty expensive to get into. Yeah. Um, is it, a, is it a pretty big industry? Like definitely like voice acting, like it's, all entrepreneur businesses, like new products, there's apps, there's video games, like they all need like a voice. Is there a lot of people that do it locally? Do you know? Mm, I don't know. I need to, like I said, I tried to do that one Google search because the one company was like charging $5,000 for this whole package. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the unfortunate thing about anything like podcasting or like, like how to like how to's. Mm-hmm. People will like find a niche and then they'll just like develop a course or like equipment and then they'll be like, just buy into it. And then all this will happen. We'll do this for you. We'll do that Mm -hmm. for you. And it's, and it doesn't always end up that way, the way they project it to be. Right. Like I was saying, it's like, you can get the course and they said they record a demo, but like the classes end and maybe at the end of the class, you're not ready to record a demo. (laughs) 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 It is what it is. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely an industry that, um, I'm sure like could be developed a little bit more Mm -hmm. and, uh, be made a little bit more economically affordable for people. 
especially because like with the like with technology being so big now like you would think that it would be something that would be easier to come to come by yeah um that was one thing like doing this like starting the podcast i didn't know how to i didn't know how to do a podcast i literally had to just learn how to do it just do it i just had to do it yeah and like looking things up online um I would look things up online or watch people who actually did it professionally. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's probably how I should do it. And so then I would do it that way. And that's why I ended up with the equipment that I have. Cause I'm like, oh, that's what they have. And that's what I need to get. And, um, so, but now it's interesting because like podcasting is so big, Mm -hmm. there's like courses you can take. There's like how to like videos, there's like equipment you should buy. Like, this is what will make this easier. And this is how you should do that. And I'm like, that would have been nice like two years ago. Right. Yeah, it would have been nice. And it's like, I know I can YouTube stuff and like kind of get a feel for stuff, but sometimes it's nice to have like a coach, like even like with my fitness classes, I like taking a class. I like somebody seeing something that I don't see. Mm. What, kind of, like, what kind of fitness classes do you take? I mean, I haven't done it in a while because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> but like... I've done like core conditioning and yoga and you're like, you know, sometimes you think you're doing it right, but then, you know, it's like, oh, actually you're a little too high up. You're not like totally flat down in plank. Like, mm. have you ever done hot yoga? No, I'm afraid I'll pass out. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. It's like going into a sauna. But, um, one thing I like about it is you can make it as easy or difficult as possible as, as you need. Yeah. And, um, anybody can do it. Like I took one of my friends and he's, back when him and I were working out together and he's a really big guy like yeah. 300 plus pounds mm-hmm. and he went in there and he was drenched in sweat and like came out like his shirt was just soaked you're really but, selling this <laughs> <laughs> but he but he did it he did it yeah <laughs> oh yeah lots of sweat <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah I love hot yoga it's uh I love doing it in the winter time because you come out and you're like steaming. That's what my sister said. She's like, I think hot yoga is going to be my winter activity. I will not do this in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) I could feel Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the summertime, it's not, I I can't imagine it'd be too pleasant. I mean, because a lot of hippies do yoga and I'm sure they, they smell. Yeah. Because yoga smells anyways. Yeah. There's a lot of different fumes and right. body I, odors. Now that you <laughs> said that, I was like, I had conversations with people like on my dating life and everything. And I've been saying like, it's really hard to find somebody like into sustainability that um, is Showers. also well-groomed. <laughs> and, and Why do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a reason for it, right? Probably. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's Yeah. To find somebody with that common interest that, like you said, like is groomed and well-kempt and like not too skinny. Nothing against you skinny dudes, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It just hasn't been like, you know, my, my type. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because like what kind of people, what kind of men are into sustainability? Typically it would be like your yogi type of people, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Right. I know. Like I said, dating's hard. <laughs> you know what was interesting? I was watching a I was watching the uh, documentary Seaspiracy this morning. 
Have you seen oh, that? Of course I've seen that. You're so behind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't watched it. It was on my list to watch, but um, I've been slowly going through my list on Netflix mm-hmm. just because I don't watch TV really. Um, but when I'm on the elliptical, I'll I'll play like a documentary or something. And uh, um, I started that one today because I, I finished my other one, which was, uh, what was it? It was Killer Sally, I believe. Was a bodybuilder. This bodybuilder w- woman killed her husband, who was also a bodybuilder. Ah, uh. yeah, it was <laughs> it was a wild story. Um, but yeah, I watched that last night, and then this morning I started the conspiracy, and I'm about a half hour in, but it's kind of crazy. Like mm-hmm. they they kind of went they like they started going down the uh, path of like pollution and plastics in the water, but then they took a turn for like whaling and. Yeah. Like shark fin, like cutting off shark fins. Yeah. And, and then they just like toss the rest of the body back. I'm like, really? Yeah, that's so crazy. I was like, I mean, like if you're going to eat an animal, like respect the whole thing. Take the whole thing and use it. Don't just like take a body part. Be like, mm, thanks, bye. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrific. Yeah. I mean, that's like everything that like a, like a hunter, uh, like I would assume that almost every hunter in at least in America would be against that because most people use all like everything that they yeah from from an animal well as you should like you shouldn't ever be taking more than you can carry or what you could do with and yeah yeah that's just that bothers me so much like with trophy hunting too or like you know they Mm. go to Africa and just take the horns for the keratin which is like you know what's on our fingernails I'm like really yeah that's I mean, I, I think there's laws around that now, isn't mm-hmm. there? Yeah, yeah, depends on the country, but yeah, it's crazy. It's a that's a crazy realm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like we have gaming laws here, but in other countries, there's not really anything. Yeah, <laughs> stopping them. Yeah, or there is, but you know, money can still talk. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting watching it because the documentarian went in and they didn't want him filming at all, mm-hmm. and they they stopped him. They tried stopping him. They had to go buy a uh, secret like um, spy cameras and, yep. and whatnot. It's crazy. Did you get to the part about the dolphin safe tuna? <laughs> mm, they started talking about the tuna and how they were killing dolphins in order to uh, keep their tuna industry going. Mm-hmm. But it, it, even though it doesn't affect their tuna industry. Yeah. I mean, like, they still get killed anyway with all the fishing equipment and all the stuff that gets left in the oceans, too. And it's like there's really no way to guarantee that it's dolphin safe or safe for any other animal that you're not catching. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really eat, sea, like, sea, sea life. I'm not interested in, in yeah. like, fish or, like, I like shrimp. <laughs> that's about it yeah i was like i'm still like mostly plant-based for sure yeah it's like yeah do you don't eat any meat i mean i i did like the other day but it's still like not a lot i think to the point where i think i'm gonna be mostly plant-based but you know so if i'm gonna eat like animal products i want to have it come from a better source and i still want to reduce it because if we're going to get our animal products from better sources and get rid of factory farms we do need to reduce (laughs) what do you do you eat eggs at all once in a blue moon yeah, I mean, like, they're so expensive right now. But. I mean, <laughs> I always bought expensive eggs anyway, because like when I buy them, I, you know, get them from pasture raised chickens, mm, yeah. not from God knows where. Those are the best. Um, They're like deep, like a dark orange. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know you're like getting nutrients. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love it. 
Um, have you ever had duck eggs? I want to say yes, but like the specific memory isn't like coming to mind, but I feel like I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are even darker. Yeah. yeah. And they t- they have like more of a, I guess, like a poignant taste. Yeah. But I feel like I've got them once at a farmer's market, but I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. I like them. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I get eggs, because, you know, like my tofu scramble, like there's no sunny side up version. There's not. <laughs> tofu scramble? Yeah. It's like a scrambled egg. So this is my my problem with um like the the I guess the vegetarian vegan world is that they name their food after real meat. Oh. That's not like yeah. like tofu chicken. <laughs> like what is this? Tofurky. <laughs> Like what? What is that? Is it do, does it just emulate the amount of protein that's in like chicken or something? Like why do they do they give it like a chicken taste? Oh, why do they call it that? I don't know. I mean, I can't say I ever tried to make my tofu taste like chicken, but, but or in anything <laughs> or in anything. I yeah. feel like they probably market it as a bridge product. Mm. It so would you, be so my you, guess. So you can just be like, oh, that's what that is. Well, yeah, because imagine like you watch documentaries like Seaspiracy or Plastic Ocean and you're like, oh, my God, that's horrific. What can I do to eat less? And so you don't know what these things are, most people. And so if you market it as something familiar, be like, oh, okay, that's a version of what I like. But then I'm not participating in like that horrific trend of like, you know, factory farms. Or Do you know what's funny about this whole thing is that... um fast food restaurants are probably one of the biggest culprits as far as being a part of the factory farming industry. Yeah. And <laughs> McDonald's just announced the other day that they're, they're switching over to a plant-based chicken nugget. Woohoo! <laughs> they're probably only doing it because they can't get chickens at, at a decent price, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a good step to have more options cause yeah, it's like, we just throw a lot of food away too. And so it's like, you're killing all of these animals and then it's like, what they go to waste. Cause people don't eat stuff in time. Yeah. I mean, I guess my concern is like, what are they putting in that? I mean, because like right now, even with their, with their meat products, like we don't know what's in them. Yeah. Like what is, what are, what are they putting in the chicken nuggets? <sighs> yeah. This is why I made my own bagels the other day because I was reading all that. the labels and I was just like, I don't know what you are. And then I eventually just said, fuck it, I'll make my own. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, with a lot of processed foods, which is kind of why it's like I've, you know, I'm going to still eat animal products here and there, but not as much because like the processed vegan food, like, you look at the ingredient and it's like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I don't know what you are. <laughs> so this is McDonald's to roll out plant-based McNuggets. McNuggets. McDonald's McNuggets are going foul free. (laughs) The Chicago-based fast food giant is introducing plant-based McNuggets next week. Germany will be the first market to get them. Plant or McPlant Nuggets, which sounds disgusting, made from peas. Don't knock it until you try it. I'm not trying it. I don't even. I don't even like their nuggets. What? Not a fan. No. I used to love them. I don't know if I like them now, but I used to. Back in the day. Yeah. But my taste buds have changed. I might try it now and be like, oh, never mind. What the hell was <laughs> I thinking? I don't know. It says made from peas, corn, and wheat with a tempura batter. Are the second product McDonald's has co-developed with, with Beyond Meat and El Seguno? I don't know. Mm-hmm. California-based marketer. 
or maker, I'm sorry, of plant-based proteins. McDonald's has been selling a McPlant burger since 2021. They have? I didn't know that. Not, I don't think all locations. Uh, although its popularity has wavered. McDonald's said the nationwide nugget rollout to more than 1,400 restaurants in Germany follows a limited time test uh, at nine restaurants in Stuttgart area in August. Stuttgart. Stuttgart. McDonald's. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Is it nice? Yeah. It's great. I went on a foreign exchange trip. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's will also start selling the McPlant burger in Germany next week. That's crazy. That is. It's but crazy that uh, a company that is literally one of the probably one of the biggest um, culprits for the factory farming industry is switching over to plant based McNuggets. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder if they're replacing the nuggets. I think that'll probably be a part of their tests to see like what the demand is. Like if they actually made a good product. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see the people going to McDonald's changing, wanting plant-based stuff. It depends on probably like your area. Cause like the thing is like with plant-based things, like typically the people that eat plant-based things are typically um, health cognizant. Like, yeah, I don't go to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. Like people who c- like care about their health aren't going to go to McDonald's. But the people that typically care about what they're eating or putting in their body, mm-hmm. they're usually health nuts. Well, I think it's a, probably a good time to roll out the test because like with summer travel plans and everything, that would be the only time I like go to McDonald's or Burger King because I was in Mackinac City. I forget when, but I remember it was like late at night. We got there. We looked around. We're like, what's open? I was like, well, nothing. I guess we're going to McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, on the road trip and it's the easy gas stop. And obviously there's a McDonald's there and you're not going to get off the highway and drive for more miles to find like a better restaurant. You're yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the real concern should be uh, what they're cooking their food in. Probably. I mean, they're, they're cooking it in seed oils and seed oils are terrible for you. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? I mean, I buy my legit olive oil that has the seal that says it's been taste tested and approved. (laughs) But yeah, I know seed oils and like canola oil are like completely awful. Yeah, it's like putting, it's like cooking your food in car oil. Ew. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. I mean, the Italian mafia is like in on it, which is why I get the seal because my friend told me about this. Um, There's actually like, a panel of professional olive oil tasters because like the mafia will like mix the cheaper oils in with the olive oil and sell it for like full price because they don't think the consumers know and most of them don't. So how do you know if you're getting like real olive oil? There's a seal like on it. I was like, I didn't bring my olive oil bottle, but I can send (laughs) you a picture. (laughs) Or you could look up the, what do I get? The Colvita brand? That's one of them, and I think that um, Filippo Barrio is legit, too. Interesting. Um, Okay, so I have this article. Okay. What are seed oils, and are they bad for you? Um, The Hateful Eight might sound like a band of misfits from Quentin Tarantino movies, or movie, but they're actually an octet, how do you say that, octet? of seed oil. Uh, I was like, right there. I'm so blind. Uh, Where's this octet word? (laughs) Right there. 
Oh, yeah, that's a new one for my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> of seed oils. Canola, canola oil, canola, corn, sunflower, mm-hmm. flower, soy, grape seed, rice bran, and cotton seed. The social media influencers have deemed toxic. Experts say scientific evidence doesn't support these claims. So we've unpacked what's good and not so good about these oils made from seeds. Vegetable oils are edible oils extracted from plants or seeds. Seeds oils are such as the so-called hateful eight are the oils that specifically come from plant seeds. You can take the seed when you squish it. Oil comes out, explains. Okay. Um, Okay, seed oils contain three types of fat in varying amount, varying amounts, saturated, monosaturated, and polyunsaturated fats. Seed oil critics have zeroed in on polyunsaturated fats, also known as PUFAs or PUFAs, which mm-hmm. contain both omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids. Omega-3, which is found in foods such as salmon, tuna, and walnuts, is critical for heart and brain health. Research has suggested that omega-3 fatty acids may help to decrease the risk of blood clots, improve blood lipid levels, decrease blood pressure, protect against irregular heartbeats, and suppress inflammation, thereby supporting brain health and decreasing the risk of some cancers, says Nancy, Nancy Farrell, a registered dietitian nutritionist and spokesperson for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Diet, Dietetics. Dietetics in <laughs> Fredericksburg, Virginia. All right. Seed oils and inflammation. Omega-6, however, has had a murkier reputation. Previously, it was largely considered unhealthy because of its link to inflammation, says Dr. Hines, clinical professor of medicine at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Science Sciences in Washington, D.C. The most common omega-6 is Linealic, linea, I don't know how to say that, acid, which the body converts into archidonic acid. Archidonic acid plays a complex mm-hmm. role in inflammation and has been linked to both inflammatory and non-inflammatory reactions in the body. Research, however, suggests that the lineal, uh, whatever, acid and <laughs> archidonic acid may have some beneficial effects. In 2017 study... For example, researchers determined that the linoleic acid intake did not have a significant effect in, on the blood concentration of inflammatory markers. A 2015 study similarly suggests the, that linoleic acid does not promote inflammation. Furthermore, a 2021 study in the American Heart Association Journal Cardiology found that the linoleic and archidonic acid are associated with a lower risk for cardiovascular disease or CVD, and that linoleic acid could play a role in CVD prevention. A 2022 study even found that the linoleic acid could be associated with better physical function in adults over age 70. Okay, Linoleic acid is important in supporting healthy blood cholesterol levels. Farrell explains, adding that in general, omega-6 fatty acids can help to maintain bone health, improve skin ex- uh, eczema and whatever those psoriasis. psoriasis, for example, and hair health, regulate metabolism and support a healthy repro- reproductive system. Uh, I was like, are you really going to read this whole thing? No, I'm not. <laughs> but 
You're doing so good, though. It reminds me of like school when they call on you to read like a whole paragraph, and it's like, please don't get let me get a paragraph with the hard word. <laughs> I hate it. I hate reading. <laughs> and like sometimes when I look up an article, I start stumbling over things, and I'm like, I then I'm like, oh, people are judging me. But then I just gotta yeah. remember, like, why care? Right. Nobody knows what Linnaic or whatever the heck yeah. that word is. You don't know what that I is. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? No. No, you don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, obviously this article is kind of for it, for seed oils, but everything yeah. I've read and studied, it is not good for you. I mean, it, I guess it depends who funds the study too. Like it's, That is a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's is fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to keep going by the can't read it, don't eat it rule of my life. Yeah. I mean, and typically, like, if you know something's fried in oil, like, it's not going to be good for you. Pretty much. I mean, that's kind of like common sense. And like, yeah. Like, if you're, I mean, a lot of people too have the assumption that like Chick fil A is like a better option for uh, fast food because it's like real chicken and like it tastes (laughs) amazing. What's the other chickens? I mean, like McDonald's. We, I mean, I mean, I used to work at McDonald's. I know that's not real chicken. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're all still coming from like the factory farms, and that they're all those chickens are overweight and can't stand, and mm. you're eating meat that like isn't healthy meat. You're not like eating healthy chickens. They some of them die before they go to the slaughterhouse because yeah, and they probably still use the so meat. They're so fat. And they have their own cardiovascular issues. And so I'm like. It's a, it's a huge problem. I mean, they just, they just killed off a bunch of chickens because of the, what was it? The avian flu. Avian flu. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because of those situations where they're piled on top of each other. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's wild. It's disgusting. Um, One of the developers I was working with, he said he used to work for the EPA and he used to um, audit like some chicken houses and he said like when he got out of the car he would just like want to fall over and pass out because of the smell of ammonia oh my god like you have to wear n95s in there it's like during the height of the covid pandemic there was a story like praising this chicken farm for donating n95s and i'm like is anybody (laughs) stopping and thinking about why a chicken farm needs n95 masks that's wild it was like really (laughs) And you can't take the, there's laws against people videoing what happens in, in those facilities. Oh yeah. The ag gag laws. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucked up because if anybody treated like their dog or cat like that, you know, they'd be like charged for animal abuse. Yeah. But, but you're also not eating your dog or cat. I mean, <laughs> what if you did though? What if you made that argument saying like, oh, it's okay because I'm going to eat this meat. I mean, I don't think you can make that argument. I feel can like it's a fair argument though. You think so? I do think so. I think people would think you're crazy. <laughs> they might, but like it's a, they wouldn't be able to like look at themselves. Like, why is it okay to do that to the cows, the chickens, and the pigs? But it's not okay. It's almost like a animalist. It was like it's mm. not like sexist, racist, but like, you animalist. know is that a word? <laughs> like it is now. It is yeah. It's just it's really fucked up. Like I like I said, if you're gonna eat it i feel like it should come from better sources do you think there's a way to do it sustainably i mean because how many people are in america that we feed a lot which is like i said why we need to also reduce our intake you don't have to be like full-blown vegetarian or vegan but be mindful of what you get 
use all of the animal, not like just certain parts and throw away the parts that you don't typically eat. Like use it, respect it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's the thing with like a lot of hunters too. Like they, they take pride in, in their kills Mm -hmm. and they respect it. It's almost like a, it's like a, like a sacrifice that was made and and they, they treat it that way. Yeah. I was listening to um, Jonathan Vanessa's podcast because he does that thing, getting curious about like different topics. And there was like a big stink when he like took a dive into like the world of cheese, like from the vegans and everything. And so he ended up interviewing somebody who lives in Greenland and he was asking the question is a plant-based diet for everyone. And if you're from a native tribe, the answer is no, especially in the Arctic. But mm-hmm. they also talk about, like, you know, growing up there and teaching the kids how to hunt. They never shot anything that was bigger than that they could carry home. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's what you got. Well, Guess what? You get to, a lot to of, take that back to the house. <laughs> a lot of tribes in, like, Africa, yeah. they only kill, like, an animal a day. Mm-hmm. And that feeds, like, the whole tribe. Exactly. And and then they're the next day they're on the hunt for the for their food again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem with like accessibility to things. Like here in the United States, we don't even think about that. We don't yeah. even think about like where our food's going to come from next. We yeah. just go to the store. It just shows up. Yeah. You, you don't. You can even just order on your phone and it shows up. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> or order on Aaron's website at abundancecafeandyoga.com. <laughs> and then Jeremy will deliver it. Exactly. And choose our reusable takeout containers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> us Americans are gross. We are. We're disgusting. I mean, but it's not just us. I mean, there other countries are like that too. I know. Uh, all the developed countries. Yeah, but we're like kind of leading the example of grossness. I think so. Do they have factory farms in like Europe? I almost want to say probably, but I don't know to what extent. As like when I lived in Italy, like I noticed a big difference between the grocery stores. Like I feel like here you can get whatever cut of meat you want any day, any time. Yeah. Over there, a certain cut of meat I was looking for, it wouldn't show up for days or a week. I'd be like, oh, look, they finally have that version back. But it's not just that. I mean, you yeah. can you can also get vegetables on demand that aren't even in season. That too. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you go to the go to the produce section of the store and it's like mid-January and you can find pineapples. Duh. Like it's not even, we, have, we don't grow pineapples here. I know. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's like, I'm still like trying to learn about like my seasonal fruits and vegetables and trying to do better. But yeah, it's like year round. I have bananas and grapes and yeah. I mean, I think everybody should have like some sort of garden. Yeah. I mean, because it really teaches you like what it takes to grow that. It teaches you like to have appreciation and and then um, it just tastes better too. Yeah, absolutely. And then I feel like there's another podcast I was listening to about like the history of the American lawn because, you know, people did used to have gardens and I don't know who it was that decided like, let's grow nothing but grass that we don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) like in our backyards yeah it's like almost like a way to get people like on the system working for the man living for the man like they Mm. feel like they have no other choice to be a part of the society when they like so desperately want to fit in so it's like okay yes well i I guess i'll grow grass now i think a lot of that came out of like the industrial revolution yeah and then um also uh uh um 
what was I going to say? Like, what was that era that after world or like before world war two, um, where everybody was poor, the great depression, the great depression. Thank you. I couldn't <laughs> think like, I just had like a brain, like brain fart. I just, all my thoughts just went, but yeah, like everybody coming out of the great depression and then mm-hmm. the industrial revolution. Like I think people started working for like, they, they realized that like they had, they had the means now, like they could provide for their families. They can provide a good life and then just kind of led into this, like mm-hmm. snowball effect with like the development of fast food and like all these different restaurants. But I mean, cause like if you go back to like the seventies, there was probably no, like restaurants weren't this rampant. Right. I mean, we see it now, like with Lansing, like all the restaurants that come to Lansing, it's like these weren't here before yeah. and it only keeps growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. Only more restaurants keep coming in um, or businesses, whatever. Yeah. There's a funny story about that. Yeah. What's the story? They can't. Because, um, like I said, I've been working with a developer, and um, I have been informed there is another restaurant that wants to pop up in East Lansing, like that little strip, but they can't because their trash rooms are at capacity. They're trash rooms. Yeah. So what do you mean by trash rooms? Like, you know that little alleyway where, like, all the dumpsters go? Yeah. They can't afford to fit anybody else's trash in there. So what do they do? Well, they're not opening up another restaurant, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> See, that's not, that's one thing I never really thought about when you open up a restaurant. You have to take into account the waste that mm-hmm. comes from it. Yeah. And, yeah, he was one of those people that walked out because, yeah, I don't know what East Lansing's going through. I saw, like, an article and I saw this name and I was like, um, excuse me, you were, like, my person that was going to help <laughs> get me in there. So, I don't know, but, yeah, I've, he told me, like, little things like that. How many restaurants are in East Lansing? Oh, it was like when I made my list, when I first started this journey, I came up with like 70 or 80 within the area, but as I know there's way more. Wow. And so is this just for the strip in East Lansing or is this just for all of East Lansing? I think for the trash rooms at capacity, I, my guess would be just that little strip because they've been developing, developing, developing down there. And yeah, I don't think they took into consideration of like, oh, where are we going to put our trash? Our alleys are full. Do you know how much trash comes from those restaurants that are down there? I do not. I'm only one person. <laughs> <laughs> do you know on average how much trash that the city of Lansing or like the mid-Michigan area um, creates in a year or on a, in a week? I could look that up and get back to you. Let's <laughs> look it like up right I, now. Let's look it oh up right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, you have a fancy thing. Look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Because I want you to know. <laughs> well, we're going to know together. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I would assume that it would be pretty tremendous, mm-hmm. the amount of trash. Probably. <laughs> Especially in College Town. I feel like there's even like this little fast fashion vibe with like furniture and decor, like you know, when the MSU students are moving out, there's always a lot of shit by the dumpsters. Like, that's perfectly good, too. But, you know, they decorate it, and they're like, oh, I'm moving back here. I don't need this. Yeah, it's actually kind of gross because you see all the, um, like, whenever the MSU students move out, they leave all their bikes everywhere. Yeah. Like, chained up at places. Or, like, one, thi- one thing was interesting, too, is I, I was talking to somebody, and they – um, what happens with like a lot of people that are foreign exchange students that come mm-hmm. from like China or wherever, yeah. um, 
they get these expensive cars because their mom and dad pay for them. Yeah. But then at the end of the school year, they just abandon them. And so in random places. And so this person had to go like go around collecting these cars and, and turn them back in. It must be nice to just like not care, try to resell. Like if I had to get rid of stuff, like I would try to sell it and make my money back. I can't, you know, buy something fancy and be like, oh, I don't need to. Let me just dump it here. Where do you think I could find this? I don't know. I remember I emailed Granger like a while ago to try to get like numbers. Did I get a response? No. It's probably like one of those things where they don't want you to know. Do you think like there would be a way for you to get on board with like somebody like Granger, like a trash service? Because you would think they would want to limit the amount of waste that comes into their facilities, right? Yeah, see, it'd be like a yes and a no, but also like that's their moneymaker is taking trash. And so, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I mean, I, I feel like there would there would still be enough trash to go around. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> there will always be enough trash to go around sadly but yeah I, I guess i don't know what that partnership would look like as of right now but i don't know maybe yeah i don't know i can't find anything i need i need somebody to look this stuff up for me while i'm doing a podcast that's what i need you need an intern too i, tried, I do i tried to get one it didn't work out yet <laughs> so this was from the from the city of east lansing it's an article Mm -hmm. Here, I'm going to put it up on the screen. All right, so here we go. East Lansing, Michigan. Recycling trucks in East Lansing will be equipped with robotic cameras to shift sift through your recycling bin. The six-month pilot program will help the city under, better understand how people are recycling and offer more ways to improve recycling habits. A lot of the time, people recycle with good intentions, but sometimes that we what we recycle can actually hurt the city's equipment. The new technology will capture things that shouldn't be recycling, that we shouldn't be recycling. Um, the hardest part of Chris Smith's job isn't collecting the recycling, but what happens after. After collecting recycling, Smith sifts through the content to make sure everything actually can be recycled. If it can't, he has to tag curbside recycling carts. You know, one thing that's interesting about that mm -hmm. is during COVID, the uh, China stopped buying our plastic. So yeah. they were like, yeah, still recycle. But then... All that stuff that we were recycling, we're still just going to the landfills. Yeah. It, that's basically why I started Takeout Takeout because it's just been so incredibly frustrating. Not only do you have to, you know, pay for pickup or like I have like shit in my stairwell down to my basement. It's like I'm going to do a movie reference for you. But you like, you know, when Matilda's like running from Miss Trunchbull and there's like all that shit falling in the stairs. That's what my recycling looks like going down into my basement. And yeah, I took it like a few weeks ago because, you know, I still try. I still hope for the best. And I go there and I see like all these contaminants in the bin. I'm like, why the fuck <laughs> did I just let this sit in my house? Why am I here right now when... All of these contaminants are in the bins. Is that enough to like dump this whole thing? And is my, uh, did I just waste like two to three hours of my life? It's incredibly frustrating. <laughs> I'm sick and mad. One thing I don't understand is that why can't you recycle plastic bags? I think they have the bag collections, but they can't go in like with that. 
because <laughs> there's different type of plastics with the thinness and everything. And so every time you recycle plastic, it gets downcycled. It becomes like a weaker version of itself until you can't anymore. It's like even like some plastic containers with the plastic film, uh-huh. you have to take that film off because it can't be recycled with the other type of plastic that it's attached to. Why? And why is that though? Because it's a different kind of plastic. I think, like I said, is it, it can, more degradable? Yeah, I think it can also jam the machines or whatever goes through it. So how do they recycle those? You are asking a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> do they just like melt them down? I feel like, yeah. I mean, because you would think there would be a way that you could recycle like plastic bags. Yeah, I think that's why they have the bag collection. I think it's a different process. And okay. so that's why it can't go in with the other ones. Because at like Kroger or Meyer, they see you can collect plastic bags, but they don't have a strictly plastic bag collection when you go to the Granger Recycling. They should. They should. They definitely should. Yeah, because I've seen people like, they put their plastic in a plastic like garbage bag and you can't do that. Somebody tried to recycle paper and put all their paper in a plastic bag and dumped it in. It's like, really? (laughs) Yeah, they're real picky. They won't like take your bin if you have certain things in there. Well, yeah, because they don't have like the time or resources to do that. Otherwise, they're losing money, which makes sense. And I don't know. It could also be dangerous to like look through other bags like with their hands or whatever. You don't know what's in there. No, oh, you gross. I don't really want to find out. Could be, could be mice. <laughs> I, admit, I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't, mice don't scare me. I'm like, I don't know. You're not scared of mice? No. Oh, I'm terrified. Why? Because they're gross. Why are they gross? They're not like, they're not cute. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they have teeth. You have teeth. I could say so? the same thing about you. You're gross and you have teeth. You're not cute. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm sure some people would probably beg to differ on that one. But <laughs> yeah. I have teeth. Am I not cute? Thanks. I'm just saying they they like they sprint across your floor. They hide. They're not. Ugh. Children do that too. They sprint. And they That's hide. true. They play hide and seek. They're not real. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's definitely a problem. I mean, you see, like, I was just driving down, um, I think it was Lake Lansing. Was it Lake Lansing? Yeah, the yesterday, the, the day before, something like that. Yeah. And there was just trash sprawled out, like, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Like, and it's like, what happened here? Was that, like, a, like a, like a trash truck, like, blew open (laughs) yeah there's stuff everywhere i know it gets blown into my backyard because i'm like right by 127 like over by spare time and random trash randomly shows up and i let my dog out and then i see him like sticking stuff in his mouth i'm like what the hell are you eating (laughs) i was like we don't know what that is or where it came from don't do that it's uh it's crazy the amount of pollution I i wish we could find how much pollution comes from lansing a lot i was like during covid i was doing like a few pickups like even like in the nicer neighborhoods that look mostly clean you can find like more than you expect because i would go out with like a little um grocery bag and like put stuff in there it got full really fast and looking at it from the distance you'd think like that parker area is mostly clean and it's it's not (laughs) yeah yeah i could imagine um one thing that irritates me is when you see people throwing cigarettes out and i'm like seriously like yeah why are, why are you, you have an ashtray in your vehicle? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, that's a 
another thing too like if people don't roll their own there's also like those plastic filters from those cigarettes that also get into the environment mm. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah you're right yeah filters are not good us humans are just like i mean what do we do i mean because you can't like eliminate waste completely it's no it's impossible especially with like a developing society mm-hmm. like it's almost it's something that's just inevitable it's going to happen yeah um but and you can't completely eliminate like plastics because i mean plastic so is used for everything yeah it's hard speaking of pollution did you have you been following any of this train derailment stuff i'm scared i was like i don't even want to buy food from the midwest anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm like <sighs> yeah I don't that, know. the stuff that was spilled is apparently chemicals that's um used in pvc pipes yeah and it's like whoa like that that got into the ground it got into the water has killed has killed fish and mm-hmm. wildlife up to miles away yeah if you inhale it they said it was like fatal and i'm like oh cool we put that in our stuff and awesome. it's cancerous uh yeah yeah it's cancerous too and some people have like saw on the news i think somebody already developed bronchitis from it because he lived mm. in the area and like and we put these things in our products <laughs> yeah i mean obviously we need pvc pipes for plumbing <laughs> yeah i mean otherwise we wouldn't have plumbing i mean i guess we had lead pipes before so oh i mean lead wasn't good either though no we should just dig a well (laughs) (laughs) dig a hole (laughs) take take a bucket down to the creek and fill it up with water (laughs) i don't know i was like how do you win (laughs) i don't think you can but when you see things like that and how it impacts like a community Mm-hmm. I mean, because that community will never be the same. Oh, for sure not. Yeah. It's like another Aaron Brockovich story, even, but this one's more obvious. Everybody knows. <laughs> well, they, they actually made a movie on that, on, on that thing happening in that city. And it wasn't Aaron Brockovich. I don't believe so. Oh. <laughs> the pe- there was people in that community that played extras in the movie. Dang. Isn't that wild? That's so crazy. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I may have to watch that movie now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. If you want to go ahead and talk about something. Uh, I wasn't prepared to do like a space filler. <laughs> a what? I wasn't prepared to do like a, a, a space filler. A random space filler of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's this whole situation with the train derailment is just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, didn't they say like it was on the verge of breaking like a few days before, but then they still I'm not sure because I, have, I haven't followed it like that intensely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is after Ohio train derailment, residents are living the plot of a movie they helped make. East Palestine, Ohio, when Ben Ratner's family signed up in 2021 to be extras in the movie White Noise, they thought it would be a fun distraction from their day-to-day life in blue-collar East Palestine, Ohio. Ratner 37 is an American, or I'm sorry, hold on, All right. is a, uh, is an traffic jams uh, is in a traffic jam scene sitting in a line of cars trying to evacuate after a freight train collided with a tanker truck triggering an explosion that fills the air with dangerous toxins 
In another scene, his father wears a trench coat and a hat while people walk across on overpasses to get out of town. See, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Hmm. Might watch that movie now, though. Yeah, White Noise. That's scary. That is scary. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, yeah, it's been a a week in general, and it's like, I don't even know what to think or what to do or... It's been a crazy two weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, because first, like, here locally, obviously, we had right. we had the um, the scare with Okemos Public mm-hmm. Schools, and, and my kids were in school oh. that day. And yeah. so, like, that was scary. But then, obviously, last week with the shooting at MSU, and yeah. then, the, obviously, the train derailment. There's been a bunch of them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the UFOs. That they shot down. I thought that was kind of cool. I was hoping for aliens. I loved I, how the White House <laughs> was like. It's <laughs> they, not aliens. They made the official statement of there's no aliens. And I'm like, don't deny it. We all know about Area 51. <laughs> yeah, when they when they said that it's not aliens and then they chuckled about it, I was like, it's definitely aliens. It's aliens. I, we don't believe you. I know. We don't trust you. I love E.T. and Sinan, <laughs> <laughs> the girl of the 21st century. <laughs> like, did you see the lady she was like kind of laughing at the fact that it was not aliens like it was dumb to believe that it was aliens i know it's it is funny but at the same time it's like really how big is this universe don't Mm, don't be surprised if something pops up one day i'm waiting for independence day yeah yeah i don't know if i watch that i think that's our path out of here okay Uh, aliens showing up probably (laughs) (laughs) Let's go ruin another planet because we've learned nothing. <laughs> you know what's interesting is um, I actually just recently had a, f- a professor from MSU on, and her name was uh, Federica uh, Brandizi, mm-hmm. and she's working with NASA to send plants to the moon to grow uh, plants in uh, in space so that we can like have a s- sustainable future in space. That's kind of awesome but scary. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. another thing where it's like I don't know what to think about it. It's... Mm. it's cool to do but it's like damn that's what we really think we're gonna be like wally you don't don't think we could do it i think we could do it just because you can doesn't mean you should (laughs) i mean i think it would be good to have like a a second i mean because like what if something like an asteroid impact happens and it ruins civilization for the rest of time then it kind of knocks us back into the stone age but Mm-hmm. If we can have something that is outside of Earth and something like that does happen, at least what we've developed up to this point will last. We won't be starting over again. I don't know. I'm still like kind of torn on everything. You think we should start over again? <sighs> the simple life is good. Okay. I think we just overcomplicated everything. Don't you think like if something like that were to happen, we would learn from our mistakes? No. No? You think we just continue making Has the same anybody mistakes? learned anything? <laughs> <laughs> we had world war one and world war two and now we have like russia and ukraine and like people still doing their shit because they're power hungry i don't know why they do that are we power hungry like what do we have to gain by power uh, and money but like is it really worth it if it's like hard power like forced it's like i'd rather have people like me for me instead of being like hey you like me I think you should tell that to the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. The Russians would be like, it's I'll just, kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever. It's like, 
are you that desperate for friends where you need to <laughs> make people like you? <laughs> I don't know. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have, I mean, there's a lot of different problems with what's going on in the world and the whole Russia and Ukraine thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're obviously, we have our own part in it too. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, it's, we're not benefiting it at all. No. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it was it was interesting at first when it happened because the United States and all the other companies that are in the United States are like, well, we're going to sanction you. Like, you can't buy these certain products anymore yeah. for, for Russia or we won't send certain products to, to Russia anymore. Yeah. Um, like McDonald's backed out of Russia. Ooh, no, but no. then <laughs> but then they rebranded and opened up a new chain Yeah. in Russia, which I'm like, that's gross. And then, I mean, I can't say this company's name, but there's like certain companies that won't send certain things there. Mm-hmm. But then they start sending it to another country that is like related to Russia. Yeah. And it's like, you know that they're just sending that shit to Russia. Right. You, they just added a middleman or whatever. Right. And it's like, it's just, it, it's crazy because like people do things to look good. These mm-hmm. corporations do things to look good. But then at the end of the day, they're like, no, nah. they're all shady. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I said, know. it's been some crazy times. It is crazy times, and I, I have hope for the future. I think I think things will get better. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time. Like, even with all this stuff and, like, realizing what's going on, it is an exciting time for innovation and just to see if there is a new and better way to do things moving forward because clearly what we have now isn't working. Well, and I think people are realizing that. I mean, we have people like you who are ha- mm-hmm. have a business that is trying to make like create a better future. And there's other businesses like yours yeah. that are doing the same thing elsewhere or even like Jeremy's or mm-hmm. just like like even um Kaylee's business, uh Apple yeah. Blossom Kombucha. She she's selling it in glass bottles. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like she's being like me and selling it I or know. buying having things in plastic. <laughs> well, yeah, she also <laughs> takes back her bottles too. Or if mm. you refill your bottle, it's a dollar off. Everybody, is that really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's if you go to her location. Yeah, for the on top of yeah, if she refills it, or farmers market season's coming up. But yeah, if you bring your own bottle, it's a dollar off. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I've been filling up at Myers, like I'll, the Myers downtown. Yeah. I'll go there and I I hate it because it, it takes forever. Yeah. It like fizzes and I don't know how she does it. Oh, I always have her do it. But she <laughs> <laughs> she's one of my um, drop off locations for reusable containers. So I'm in there like most Tuesdays, definitely Tuesdays, sometimes Thursdays. And um, yeah, she gives me a round of her little kombucha shots. She had a lot of new flavors last week. It was really good. I've seen that. She posted about that. I'm like, man, I want, I think she had like a pineapple one or something. Yeah. There was like a vanilla cacao that reminded me of like lip smackers from back in the day where you could <laughs> <laughs> like tasting chapstick. I'm like, this is really good, but it almost seems so wrong <laughs> to mm. drink a full bottle of this. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're like an hour into this thing. I know we talk a lot. Do you have, is your, is your, we, we do, um, is your <laughs> website public? It is public, but it's still under construction. I'm going to be rotating some pictures and changing out some verbiage. So I'm not sounding redundant everywhere I go. Um, but yeah, my website is takeouttakeoutmi.com. And yeah, I'm doing a, my little photo shoot next week. Uh, oh. what are you shooting? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my product, because I think last time I was here, you took the first picture of me and my product because I didn't mm, have one. Yeah. 
So do you know what you should do? You what? should uh, take the episodes that we've done and put it embed it into your website. Well, that's what I want to do, like a in the press page, and yeah. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk about that the number because I have a counter. Oh, so okay. like since August, we have saved over a thousand single use items from going to the landfills, and we hit that last week. But you know, it's kind of weird and sad to try to celebrate that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you how do you count that every time there's an order and it, your items used? Uh, like I like I said, I still need help with inventory. So, Aaron sends me a picture of who ordered what, and I literally count the containers every week by hand. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, if anybody wants to help and has an awesome scanning system, I'm totally down. <laughs> So how could you scan that? Just put like a barcode on it? Yeah, like a QR code of like okay. how to return. And obviously like for checking out, like, you know, like what the libraries do. Like, oh, this book went to this person. They returned it on this date. I need something like that mm. on the containers. I mean, I would imagine that there's got to be a better system than what the library has. I mean, I'm, there's QR codes. And Aaron? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the other thing. I was like, I love you, Aaron, but um, I need to be on my site. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on the About Us page, but it's like a super old picture of me. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice looking website. Yeah, it just needs better pictures and I'm going to change out some verbiage because uh, the lady working on it just kind of copied and pasted from like my different business pitches and okay. random things that I wrote. <laughs> huh. Nice. Uh, yeah. Luckily, I look the same. That was like in 2014, that picture. <laughs> and this links right to your social media, right? Eventually. Hey, it's a WordPress website. Oh, good. Now you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think eventually it will. But yeah, that's something I need to do this week. And oh, my return containers button is up. I didn't look at that yet. Or Let's look you? at it right now. I know. <laughs> There's nothing there. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I have to give her stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, websites are uh, a tricky thing. Yeah. Um, they're kind of fun because it reminds me of the MySpace days. Mm -hmm. Like when you could create, you know, your whole MySpace page. Yeah, got your theme music going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have your music, your playlist, and then you have your top, was it like seven or something like that? It was top eight. Top eight. Very cool to yeah. be in a top eight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom would always find his way back into the top. Yeah. Like, Tom, get out of here. Maybe I should have a top eight on my website, my top eight supporters. I'll rotate you out. But, but then, <laughs> <laughs> but then, then you're dealing with like in, inclusive, like being exclusive and like no, excluding not, people. I'm not excluding people. I'm just showing who my top eight supporters are. If you want to <laughs> be my top eight, you gotta <laughs> level up. That's funny. Um, yeah. So go check out the website. Oh, take yeah, out, definitely. Take out mi.com. Mi. Yeah. I like it. All thanks. right. Well, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll do it again. Definitely. All right.